What up, Dodgers Nation? D-Mac here. And it's a special day at Dodgers Nation because we're coming at you with another episode of Designated Twitter. We asked you guys over on Twitter, what has been the biggest shock for you so far this offseason, Dodgers-wise? We want your takes down below. Let us know what do you think the biggest shock has been so far this offseason. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button for all his Dodgers news head over to DodgersNation.com so we asked you guys that question over on Twitter. What has been the biggest shock for the Dodgers this offseason? And we're going to get into your takes in just a second. But first, here's the takes from the staff here at Dodgers Nation. I posted it on our question on Dodgers Nation Twitter. The fact that they actually went through without or with not re-signing Justin Turner, I figured they were going to cave and just bring it back and run back the same thing they've been doing for the last almost decade or really the last four or five years but i'm proud of them for just cutting the cord i mean we've talked about it already on this network we love jt he'll be back at some point but it was time for a change in the locker room and i'm I'm, yeah that's my shock i'm surprised they let him go i would say the lack of inactivity especially after they did win 111 games last season but you know i know fans would have loved and the team would have benefited from picking up big free agents, but I know that they've emphasized more youth movement for 2023, so we'll see how that goes. Biggest shock, of course, Kevin Pillar not re-signing with the Dodgers. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm going to say uh, letting uh, T.A. walk. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about that. It was an early move way in the off, uh, way in the offseason, but I can't believe that they didn't re-sign uh, T.A. I mean, throughout the entire offseason after they lost, everyone was saying, bring back Kirsch, bring back T.A. They let T.A. walk, and now he's an angel. Look at that. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like there's a, definitely a few ways this answer could go, but I'm actually going to say them signing J.D. Martinez, not because he was the shock, but the team signing a full-time D.H. feels like a shock to me because the Dodgers always like having the utility and the versatility to move players around and give people off days as a DH. And now they're putting all their eggs in the basket of JD Martinez to be a full-time DH, probably play 140 games there, which won't give them the opportunity to rest guys at that position. So I do think that's a little interesting. I I like the signing a lot, but I I didn't see them sign a full-time DH. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. So those were their fire takes, but here were some of your takes over on Twitter. Warren tweeted, rolling with an outfield of Taylor, Betts, and Prayer. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers absolutely most likely need to add another outfielder, but hey, they still have James Albin, they have Trace Thompson, they could make a move at some point during the season, but yeah, right now you lose Cody Bellinger, who defensively was holding it down at an above average level, but they did lack production last season, and you might want to see them add an outfield piece, but don't sleep on Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward 
Hayward is a guy that is in a great spot, already working out at Dodger Stadium. You could have a nice bounce back year for L.A. And then we've got Dominic over on Twitter who tweeted, the team genuinely giving Jason Haywashed a real contract. So, yeah, perfect tweet after what I just said. Clearly, you're not believing in Jay Hay as a possible contributor to the Dodgers this season. But, yeah, I mean, we talked to Freddie Freeman, of course, at the Top Golf event. You heard Freddie Freeman talk about his involvement in trying to get his friend from his Braves days in L.A. And, look, he's a great clubhouse presence. He's a guy that if he can just be an average bat defensively, he can still get it done. So, yeah, I think it's a situation where maybe Jason Hayward does contribute. So let's just see how he looks in spring training and uh, let's give him a chance. And then we've got ZZ who tweeted that ownership expects the fans to believe it's imperative for the franchise to get under the luxury tax threshold. Look, getting under the luxury tax threshold isn't just about the money. It's about preserving those draft picks. It's about maintaining that international signing bonus pool money. And that's something you have to consider when you're the Dodgers. Look, the Dodgers, when you give them more draft picks, they know how to identify and scout talent. They also know how to turn those guys into assets, turn those guys into big league contributors. So it's not just about the money. We know the Dodgers, they print money. They let all of Major League Baseball with over $500 million in revenue. But hey, how do rich people stay rich? They live like they're broke, okay? And the Dodgers, they're very smart with their money and their resources. And this luxury tax thing isn't just about them saving pennies and avoiding to pay that premium, which is at 50% on the first $20 million after the $233 million luxury tax. So it's more than just that. And when it comes to the fan base itself, I think that, look, this team we saw back in 2018 when after that season when they made the moves to try to get under and they didn't want to be a repeat offender for the third consecutive year is that that is what this organization does and they are setting themselves up for making a run at Shohei Otani so yeah I think it is imperative and also think too on top of that they didn't love any of the current free agents available but next we've got Michael who tweet out that they weren't able to work something out with JT should have been a Dodger for life yeah if I had to pick one thing I think I'm with you. Justin Turner is a guy who was imperative to this team's success. He was really at the core of this team. He was their clubhouse leader. He did so much for this team on the field, in the dugout, in the clubhouse, and they're going to have to replace that in short order here. And also, too, if you look at him as a player, he still is a guy that could have signed a multi-year deal. Let's say Justin Turner didn't have a great year last season. Maybe he is a guy that might entertain the idea of signing a one-year contract, something similar to what J.D. Martinez got, but he still is an above-average bat that can help a lot of teams out there. He still hits well against left-handed pitching. His bat-to-ball skills are still there. So I think what it comes down to is the Dodgers didn't bring Justin Turner back on the simple fact that they weren't willing to pay him what other teams were. He signed a multi-year deal with the Red Sox. We knew the Marlins were interested. So yeah, I think that you also consider the fact, too, you lose in the NLDS after winning 111 games. Maybe the Dodgers say, hey, we do possibly need a new voice in this clubhouse. Maybe it is time to shake things up. And I think that they definitely parted ways. But yeah, like we talked about with Chris Taylor, he'll be the manager of the Dodgers one day. Next one is from Tony who tweeted, the amount of crying by fans acting like this team is about to be in last place. Yeah, I'm in big agreement with you on that one. I mean, you act like this team is the Los Angeles Pirates out there or something like that. This team still has a lot of talent, a lot of 
depth. There's superstars up and down this lineup. Let's not forget, you still have Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. You still have Julio Urias, who will be in Cy Young contention. You have Clay and Kershaw back. And also, let's not forget that they did go out there and sign a J.D. Martinez and a Noah Syndergaard. To me, that was a shocking development because both of those guys were expected to sign multi-year deals. Both of those guys could have signed multi-year deals. Instead, the Dodgers, because of their reputation, because of their coaching and development, and the fact that those guys wanted to basically bet on themselves with the Dodgers to make a run out of World Series, and they know that if they have a good year, they can get a better deal after that. So to me, I found that shocking in a positive way, but I'm in agreement with you that, yeah, this Dodgers team still, in my opinion, should be the favorite in the NL West, and I think that there's a lot of fans out there that, yeah, they wanted that shiny new toy, but there's still a lot of great players on this team. And then next, you've got Splice, who tweeted, hiring that dude, J.D. Watkins, from the Red Sox. Yeah, Splice, it's tough for me to spin that one for you because, of course, he was involved in the 2018 Red Sox sign-stealing scandal. I got my Apple Watch on for you on this one. But look, here, the reality is, if you know about Watkins, he developed a very close relationship with Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. So last time I checked, Dodger fans don't have an issue with Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez being on the team. But they didn't know about it. They didn't know it was a cheating scandal at the time. They thought that that just they were benefiting from additional information. But yeah, walk in, say what you want about the guy. He's really done his time as, so to speak, the Red Sox still brought him back and the Dodgers clearly think that he can help this team. So yeah, you really have to trust the organization on this one. And then next we have Hatch who tweet out letting Bellinger walk for relatively low risk contract with the Cubs. Yeah, to me, that would be shocking if you stopped watching baseball in 2019, because after 2019, Cody Bellinger has been a below average player. His last 900 plate appearances, he's hit 193. So the Cody Bellinger that won the MVP and hit 47 bombs in 2019, that was a perennial all-star. He just hasn't been that same guy at the plate. And when you consider the fact that he was projected to make $18.1 million and the Dodgers have a guy in James Outman who you can pay less than a million dollars to possibly get similar production, to me, it made absolute sense. So yeah, it definitely is shocking when you consider the fall of Cody Bellinger from 2019, from winning the Rookie of the Year, really stepping onto the scene back in 2017 till last year. Yes, it's shocking if you look at the entire picture, but based on the moves that the Dodgers are trying to make this offseason, I don't find it absolutely shocking, but yeah, I mean, I wish him well with the Cubs. And then we have Simon who tweeted, JT probably wish they made more of an effort to keep him blue forever. Yeah, I mean, we heard this earlier about Justin Turner, and I think just imagining JT in another team's uniform after everything that he's given to this franchise and the role that he had, yeah, it definitely is shocking. But hey, Justin Turner, he was an Oriole. He was a Met. He's going to be a Red Sox now, and then we'll see if he can come back to L.A. at some point as a coach. He's still going to be in the Dodgers community. He's definitely a guy who's earned the once a Dodger, always a Dodger title. So yeah, it is a little, it is a little shocking, though. I mean, I have to admit, I mean, it, this one's shocking. And it really shows this organization making a business decision and not making an emotional decision with JT. We know how much Dave Roberts respects him and how much really work he did for Dave Roberts really in that clubhouse. He's really the de facto player manager within that clubhouse and was such a clubhouse leader. So, yeah, definitely is shocking. But, yeah, he'll be back in a Dodge uniform at one point. I promise you that. Uh, we got Scott who said letting T.A. walk. Yeah, Tyler, the outs 
creator, signing that $39 million deal with the Angels, which I think is a great deal for the Angels. They needed pitching. The Dodgers, of course, extended him that qualifying offer, and you thought, hey, maybe the Dodgers make him a multi-year offer coming out the year he had in 2022. But I also think, too, the Dodgers feel like they can get another Tyler Anderson. The Dodgers probably feel like they can get another reclamation project that they can turn into gold, and they probably saw the Babbitt was a little high. They saw some of his stats that his advanced stats that maybe were pointing to some negative regression and said, hey, we'll find the next guy and they end up signing a Noah Syndergaard who, if you look at his ceiling and his upside, if he regains that velocity, I would take him over Tyler Anderson. But yeah, we know T.A. got that dog in him. And uh, he's going to be missed in Dodger Blue. And then we get uh, Dodgers fan 91722 who tweeted lack of moves. Now, this one doesn't shock me. If you look at my free agency predictions, I didn't predict one of them to go to the Dodgers and that is because I firmly believe that one they are going to back up an entire fleet of Brinks trucks for Shohei Otani next year and two they didn't love any of the guys that were available I mean Trey Turner is a guy who was well known that he wanted to be on the East Coast predicted he'd be in Philly with his BFF Bryce Harper and that is where he eventually signed Carlos Correa you had the issues with the fan base and then also the medical issues so that was never going to happen Aaron Judge was always going to be a Giants versus Yankees battle. He ends up back in the pinstripe. So the stars just did not align for any of the big major free agents for the Dodgers. So that doesn't shock me. And then also you had the uncertainty of the Trevor Bauer situation and the Dodgers. They had that looming and hanging over them the entire offseason. Now that they have some clarity, you've already seen some moves being made. They end up trading Jacob Amaya for Miguel Rojas and we'll see if they choose to address any needs during the season or even before the season as far as maybe adding another outfielder, maybe adding another starting pitcher. So there are still some moves that could be made. So yeah, the lack of moves to me, it's not a shock when you consider that the Dodgers didn't love any of the guys that were available. Yeah, the Trevor Bauer situation and they are trying to be smart with their money with Shohei Otani, the ultimate prize being available next offseason. And then we have Rob who tweet out lack of moves, but nobody should be surprised. Freed has his hand in the cookie jar that cookie he wants to pull out is Shohei Otani and Rob that is our designated Twitter tweet of the week and I'm in complete agreement with you and look if you look at this organization and the way they've handled things who what big free agents have they signed right I mean last season Freddie Freeman he fell into their lap after the Braves didn't meet his contract offer they signed him to a 162 million dollar deal on a six-year pact and then when they ended up signing Mookie to that big deal they had already traded for him so you rarely see the Dodgers get into these big free agency bidding wars that is not what they do they rarely operate at the top of the market and usually when we see them making moves it's close to the spring training it's after the first of the year January February that is when Freeman does his best work and starts cooking so yeah guys Dodgers still have a great team with a lot of depth and to me it just isn't entirely shocking that they've been quiet this offseason but let me know down below 
in the comment section. What do you think is the most shocking development for the Dodgers this offseason? Is it the lack of moves? Is it anyone they've traded for? Anyone that they've signed? Let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.